Hello, everybody. I am Jason Snell, and with me is Guy English. Hi, Guy. Hey, how are you? And we t- together are the co-hosts of The Ool Show, as we were in 2014, but we will be back to be the co-hosts of The Ool Show again in 2015. How are you feeling about that, Guy? I'm super excited about that. I had a really great time last year. Yeah, it was great. It was a blast. And we had a, an awesome band and a great audience and some incredible guests. And I'm looking forward to returning to Ool. Uh, we should introduce the people who know who the uh, speakers at Ool are going to be this this year. And that we, we have uh, with us Paul Campbell. Hi, Paul. Hi, everybody. Uh, Dermot Daly. Hey, everyone. And Sasha Wilson. Hi, everyone. Okay, you, you folks know who is um, who is going to come to the conference, and we have uh, Guy and I just got started getting ideas about this uh, yesterday. Uh, it's a great list. Do you want to run through who we're going to be uh, be hearing? We should we should say uh, the event is March thirtieth and thirty first, and you can get more information at ull dot ie, right? Or should they go to something more specific than that? Is that good enough? Google.ie is perfect. That will redirect to the current year. Great. So who do you have for us? Okay, so uh, we've um, we've got a, we believe, a very interesting lineup next year. Or this year. Um, (laughs) So um, let me just talk about some of the people we have. Um, We put the site live later on today. You'll be able to find out all about these. But um, to give you a quick rundown, we have Anil Dash. We have Lauren Good. We have James Thompson. Sarush Kanlu, uh, your good selves, of course. Um, Jennifer Brooks coming back. Horace is coming back. Jim Dalrymple's coming back. Um, we're excited to say that we've got a, a big um, a big group of people from Imore. We have Georgia, Serenity, and Rene. Um, we've one of our own, Oshin Prendival, uh, one of the makers of Castro. And... We have Dave Whiskus. You can't go wrong with Dave Whiskus. <laughs> well, you can. Everybody but you seems won't. to react to Dave, right? <laughs> and of course, just to also mention that uh, John is coming back for the fourth year. So John Gruber. John Gruber, he's going to be the dinner t- our dinner time uh, conversation again this year. Is that Absolutely. Right? Oh, nice. Absolutely. It's been very successful so far. So why? Why mess with a system that works? <laughs> John has so, spoken and said that he, that his uh, his dinner time talks at Ool are some of his favorite talks. So we want to keep that trend. That's great. That's true. They're, they're always great. So last year you had a very different format from uh, regular conferences. Um, you had sort of activities in, in separate rooms, uh, and the space really lent itself to that. Um, are you further experimenting this year? Is that the plan? Yeah, absolutely. So we call them features, but why didn't we call them activities? That's a fantastic name. Naming things is so hard. So uh, the special features this year are definitely coming back. And we thought that we would maybe be a little bit more artistic this year. Last year, I think the highlight was uh, Jennifer Brooks' Time Machine, where she invited... uh, people to come in and sit in a dark room and visualize their kind of creative experiences. And it was really, really effective. And people came away. Everyone talked about it and everybody wanted to experience it. So Jennifer's really inspired us. And we know that uh, she had to come back and and do another 
feature, special feature. So we have a whole lineup of special features. And one of the reasons we wanted to do a podcast to announce Ill this year was that I think that we're going to really emphasize podcasting in our features this year. Uh, last year, Jason had suggested that we do something about podcasting. We missed the boat a bit on it. And this year, I think, has, is a great opportunity to explore podcasting. So podcasting, creative visualization um, are just kind of some of the things that we're looking at exploring with the features this year. And the venue is the Europe Hotel in Killarney, which, just like last year, has loads of really interesting places to explore. So Killarney, for those of us not in, in Ireland or not, not up on the geography of Ireland, could you talk a little bit about where Killarney is? And, and it's, not, it's, it's definitely a different part of Ireland from where we were in Kilkenny last year. So they're pointing at the non-Irish person to answer this question. <laughs> of course. Killar- and I'm going to get it wrong. Killarney <laughs> is kind of south and west, and it's gorgeous. It is absolutely stunning. When I first came to Ireland, I was was working here and living in the U.S., and people would say sort of rhapsodically, oh, Ireland, it's so gorgeous. And I was in Dublin going, eh, it's all right. And then I went to Killarney and went, ah, that's what they're talking about. It's unbelievably beautiful. Great. I'm, I'm looking forward to to uh to to getting there um it's uh yeah it's uh, that it sounds it sounds fantastic and it it's uh uh so we'll we'll all be going presumably into dublin and then and then on to killarney from there either by by plane or by train or by car there's lots of different route options correct loads of options yeah flying i think is is the the neatest way to get there it's quite a far journey from dublin but uh we'll, we'll get everyone there in, in fact, we can fly into a couple of different airports in Ireland. So when we launch the site today, there is a full page all about logistics and how to get there. Great. So let's talk about let's talk about some of your guests here. You you've, starting with the talks. So Anil Dash, um, I've been I mean I've been seeing his stuff on the internet for ages now. Um, yeah, I'm not sure it's possible to have the internet without Anil. <laughs> Was there internet before Anil? I don't know. I've never met him, though, so I'm really looking forward to it. So I met him at XOXO in Portland. It was great because, again, it was one of those, hey, from the internet. Right. And uh, that was actually a lot of fun. And he, of course, is working on ThinkUp with Gina Trapani. And um, I, I'm a, a user of that service there. That's their uh, uh, social uh, social networking insight uh, service that's actually really cool. And I loved how they've um, been blogging about the realities of how hard it is to do a, to do a, a startup. And uh, I just, he's such a fascinating guy and he's got such interest, so many interesting things going on that I'm really looking forward to that one. I got a message in my inbox this morning saying your ThinkUp subscription has been renewed. And it's one of those moments where you're like, yes, I paid another bit of money to have it for another year because it's a great little product. Yeah, that's I got one yesterday. It said, someone with 102 times more followers than you has retweeted it. And I was like, I don't have very many followers. <laughs> <laughs> I have that every now and then I retweet somebody and I get this thing that's, that, that says, you helped this person get to 45,000 more people. I'm like, all right. Nice. Nice. Wow. 
All right, so Lauren Good, I know the, I know the name, and I think maybe we've met, but so she uh, worked at Wall Street Journal and All Things D, and came along uh, with Walt and Kara and the gang, and is now right. the managing editor on the review side at Recode. Yeah, she seems like uh, you guys would have crossed paths at some point, right? Yeah, although I don't know her, I don't know her very well. I think I met her at one of the D conferences because mm-hmm. those, you know, that's their that's their show, and now it's the the code conferences. So that that should be really interesting. I, I you know, what I, I'm, it's great that she's coming. I'm I'm really intrigued by that. I wonder if she's gonna, you know, pay attention to how you do your conference and and uh, then recode. Walton Kerr could steal all your great ideas, <laughs> right? Or maybe they could come and interview famous people at all sometime. Yeah. Um, Are you going to get well, us some red chairs? <laughs> Guy and I need red chairs to sit in, the dentist chairs to interview people. Exactly. You Listen, can have red chairs. Whatever you want. <laughs> Perfect. That's right. But no, that's that's really great. And she's on the, she's on the um uh, on the reviews and product side. So that's actually near yeah, and dear and to my heart. Yeah, she's just too. been She's just been uh, moved into a new role. She's moving up. Occasionally you feel like you meet someone that is going places. Mm. And I feel like uh, Lauren is truly one of those people. That's great. Um, Another speaker, an old friend of mine. I think I've known him for 20 years now um, because I reviewed his shareware when I was just starting out at Mac user in the 90s. uh, And now... Uh, primary, I think his most most uh, focused product right now is actually pCalc on iOS. It's uh, James Thompson from all the way from Scotland coming to Ool. <laughs> Absolutely, James. James has uh, been an attendee of the last couple of Ools, and somebody we you know we keep running into every time we go to conferences. He's a great guy, and obviously the the ethos of Ool uh, you know appeals to indie developers. So it's great that we've actually got a couple of indie developers coming along, and great that we've got some from this side of the Atlantic. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled that he's James has here. plenty of great stories. Yeah, I, I met him for the first time last year. I'd known of him for years. And I, I think, Jason, I think you introduced us, actually. Yeah, that's, I think that's right. Yeah, and it was like we knew each other instantly because, you know, internet. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's, he's phenomenal, and he's been a, a force for, you know, literally decades. He's been an indie industry. developer. He's been an yeah. Apple employee. He actually worked on the Finder team early in the OS X era. Yeah. He, he worked at Apple in Ireland. He didn't work at Apple <laughs> in Cupertino, which is a fantastic story. You should ask him about it sometime if he doesn't talk about it on stage. And uh, now he's an indie developer again. And so it's been a, it's, it's a great, uh, you know, and, and maintaining software and moving it across different uh, platforms over the years, too. Because DragThing and PCalc have been around a long time, and now PCalc is on iOS. And so, you know, maintaining a product name and, and the idea of a product for 20 years is also kind of an amazing bit of insight. So fascinating stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's come we, all the way from classic OS too, right? Like it's not. Oh yeah, it's not a joke. This is this is long term old school Mac yeah, guy. OS eight, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, and, and 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 that story you refer to, uh, Jason. Um, we leave it for him to tell it, but yeah. we're describing it that he's the subject of at least one Steve Jobs story. Yes. <laughs> That's right. There's at least one. I, I I may have heard more than one, but there's definitely at least one from James. So that'll be that'll be fantastic. Uh, so, so Sarush, uh, Kanlu, I don't know, um, but uh, this is, I think, did I meet, did I meet him? So I'm super, I, I'm in no, every, I don't think I know him. Maybe at last year. So maybe, in yeah. every conference organizer's life is the opportunity to, to host somebody who was at a previous event. And it's something we loved. I mean, we bring people back all the time, but Sarush gave a lightning talk at Ul last year. And then he took the stage at Coco Love. 
um, in the US this year and he gave by all accounts a fantastic talk about imposter syndrome he is at genius um, and he run, he makes the iOS app there so it's just it's really exciting to have Saroosh particularly as he came and he put himself forward to give a lightning talk last year and uh, he's going to come and join us this year it's great he's a smart guy we've had him on uh, Vector before another podcast that I do with uh, with Whiskers and Renee and Georgia Dow uh, very very smart guy um, I'm really looking forward to what he has to say. His writing is great, too. So, yeah. That whole podcast is so going to be there me. at all. <laughs> yeah. The whole podcast. The entire – yeah, we're, we're probably going to do something. Yeah, I would think like – I a, hope like so. Like a song and dance number or something. <laughs> I hope so. Podcasting, song and dance um, don't go together. But, yeah, no, that's that's great. So so moving on to the, the people in the special features, you, men, you mentioned Jennifer Brooke. Uh, she was absolutely – we had great guests on the Ool show last year, and – but she blew me away because I had never met her before Ool last year. And she is so smart in so many different ways, so sharp, just a great guest. And then her Time Machine presentation uh, the next day was uh, a really amazing experience. It was just a, a, a thought experiment, a visualization experience, and it was really cool too. So I'm really excited that, that uh, she's coming back because I can't wait to, to talk to her again and to – I, I'm going to just assume be blown away by how smart and uh, and and how deep her thought is on all sorts of fascinating issues. She just that, yeah. was, that was my favorite person I met at well, last year. I'm glad she's coming back. Yeah, one, yeah one unless something yeah. really bad has happened to Jennifer in the last year, we we think she's going to continue to be brilliant. She's <laughs> doing this amazing project where she's traveling around the world collecting pigments. And then bring them back to New York City and making paint. It's a little, it's a little unclear. Follow her Instagram, but I think it's huh. it's exactly the kind of amazing, unexpected Jennifer thing. And uh, I think we're going to hear a little bit more about that. But I think we're expecting something that's a bit audio this year from Jennifer. Her, her, oh. it, it's trying to. Ex- Trying to describe the time machine is impossible. Hmm. Uh, and and one, of, one of the things she asked of people that, that went into the time machine was that they didn't recount the experience to people who hadn't yet, not yet attended. Right. And for good reason, uh, because it was a remarkable experience. Um, and I'm not even going to try to describe it to you. Uh, meditative would be the closest I could, I could get to. And it, it was really great. Blew my mind. Also, she's hilarious. Yeah. She just cracks me up. She's yeah. one of the funniest people I know. So I'm, I'm really happy that she's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like she's she, – she'll blow your mind with her intelligence and, and then, you know, you'll have to just walk away. She's – yeah, she's really funny. No, no. She'll leave you in stitches. Yeah. yeah. Some, yeah. Uh, Horace did you uh, also – also speaking or in a, in a in a also doing a special feature. I'm fascinated by that. That guy is so insightful. Um, about the especially technology in the mobile mobile industry, he, he, and and on the Ool website it says he's the epitome of an Ool speaker, and that that sounds mm-hmm. sounds exactly right. I, I can't wait to see what he's got up his sleeve. He's he's brilliant. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that has ever heard him won't just say that he's a brilliant guy. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done a couple of shows with him, and often after the topic is done, we end up just talking for like another hour about. At one point, it was like World War II airplane design. Like the, the, the guy just knows everything about everything, and he's so fascinating. It's he's, he's amazing. The, I had the privilege of going to Horace's first conference, a SimConf in Amsterdam, a few years ago, and it's hard to imagine, but it was a full conference day worth of talks, 
but it was just Horace huh. all day. And he just held it together and it was, oh, it was absolutely amazing. And you were hanging on every word from the moment it started to the, to the end of the day. Just absolutely. Just knowledge, knowledge fire hose. Yeah. The first time I heard Horace talk, he he dumped out so much information and information that was like fundamentally critical to the business I was trying and failing to run at the time. <laughs> so I kind of remember sitting in the audience going, oh, shit, <laughs> Horace just broke my brain. It's, it's humbling, right, when somebody can just sit down and explain to you what's bust with the entire business. And it's not his business, but he just he can just pick up on it instantly. He's fascinating. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, really looking. And you know what? I haven't met him in person, so that's going to be a lot of fun too. I just met him at the Apple event, the, the iWatch event. was the first time I'd ever met him. And it was great to, great to see him. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I didn't know he got invited to us. He so. did. Good. Uh, well, that Apple, the iWatch event was like a reunion. It was like everybody who's ever been invited to an Apple event. That was pretty crazy because the yeah. Flint Center is so huge. Jim Dalrymple was there, and he will be back at Ool. He is like the – I don't want to say the mascot of Ool because that, that makes it seem a little bit less important than it actually is, which, like you say, his personalities are very much a part of Ool. And being from Nova Scotia, he's practically Irish because those – you know, they're, they're <laughs> right next to each other. I mean it's just so close. There's just a little water in the way there. Uh, Jim, I'm glad Jim's back. I, I expected it. I imagine he'll be bringing his guitar. And uh, I'm really looking forward to whatever Jim's got in store because it's just, it's a, it's a great time when Jim's around. You guys know? He's the only guy you know, that will go to Ireland and complain about the Guinness. Well, that's true. He wants to Heineken. He is closer but, to Heineken, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he comes all the way to Ireland and drinks Heineken. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, it, it, it wouldn't feel like ill without Jim. He's been a great, uh, yeah. a great supporter for us, a great speaker. And we, he's just a great guy to have around. Um, we're delighted he's coming back. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, you got the iMore Group. You 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 talked about this. Serenity Caldwell, my former colleague with MacWorld, Georgia Dow, and Renee Ritchie, a finer trio of people uh, you will uh, you will not find. Are they doing something together? Is that the idea? They're going to do something together on uh, for a presentation or a feature? We, they're they're coming, and we're currently brainstorming <laughs> ideas, working it out. All Absolutely, right. and we think there's just We've basically been offered everything. And I feel like if we take everything, it will probably make a conference itself. So we're exploring opportunities with the iMore folks at the moment. And we think it's going it, to be good. I was thrilled to hear that, you, that you'd invited them. I think that's a brilliant idea. And I'm not just saying that because they're good friends of mine. And I do a podcast with yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah, but they're, they're it, so good. It, it's interesting you say that, Guy. Over the last couple of years as we've run Ool, uh, Renee's name just keeps coming up. You know, uh, uh, you know, former speakers have come to us and said, you know, you should ask Renee. Everyone likes Renee. Renee's a great guy. Um, so, you know, it, it came to a stage where, look, we 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 couldn't ignore all these uh, people asking us, and we we went out and gave him a call, and we're delighted he's coming as well. I, yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm sure he's going to do a bang up job. Same with Georgia and Serenity. Um, but uh, Renee is one of those people that, like, I, I. I don't know why we didn't ask him to speak at Singleton. The only reason I could think of is that it's too close. Like he just feels like part of the gang. So you don't like I don't I never gave a talk at Singleton because I I wouldn't do <laughs> that. And so you know I never really thought of inviting Renee. But uh, I'm so glad you guys did because he's I, I'm really looking forward to. I I met him at to Singleton. To see what they do was... together, or what they do individually. Sorry, I cut you off. 
I was uh, I was starstruck. So there you go, guy. This like wow. Not everyone <laughs> is best mates with Rene Ritchie. Uh, also from uh, I, and I met him last year from from Supertop, who does Castro and others. Uh, now let, I, I hope I get this name right. Is it Osin? Prendeville? Oshane. Oshane? Oshane. Oshane. It's more of an oh. Oshin. Okay. All right, we're going to do some Irish pronunciation tips when I get to Ul this year, and we'll we'll work on it. Um, really nice guy, bit beard. He's <laughs> like like in the beard competition with Jim Dalrymple. It's hard to win that one. Um, and uh, Castro, such a beautiful app. And this is a this is a, a somebody from Ireland, so that's also a nice thing. Local local flavor. He's he's one of the nicest guys. Oh yeah, like he's. I, I just met him for the first time last year, and uh, uh-huh. it immediately felt like we'd be an old friend. Like, he reminds me of people that I've been friends with for decades, you know, and uh, super outgoing, very, very friendly, very, very smart guy, supportive of everybody, like, just a good, just a good spirit. So I'm really happy to see him uh, having a speaker slot. You know, running a conference in your own country, I think we've, we've, um, we've tried every year to have someone from Ireland at it and you know when we look at Castro I'm a big fan of that as an app and I think it's it, it you know it it's it's up there with the best of them and it's great for us to be able to say that one of ours you know is is competing on that world stage so um again a logical choice for Rule and de- delighted he agreed to come uh, and he's going to give a presentation so we're we're interested in what he's going to do with it yeah that's great so then there's whiskers and Whiskus. then uh, Serenity Caldwell. Yeah. <laughs> no, so Dave, Dave, Dave Whiskus. I, I, so what I wanted to say about Dave Whiskus is, first off, I, I, have a, I have a story. The short version of it is that I knew there was this guy I met at all the Apple events, and I knew there was this guy on the internet named Dave Whiskus, and I didn't realize they were the same person because I had like the facial. I didn't remember the name of the guy I met, but I remembered his face, and I remember talking to him. And then there was Dave Whiskus, the person on the internet. And at Singleton a couple of years ago, I had that moment where um, Dave, the, the guy came up to me, the guy with the face and said hey and I said hey and then he walked away and he was like wow Jason was kind of a jerk we know each other on the internet and then and, and then I heard him talking to somebody and them being introduced as Dave Whiskus and I, I went over and I was like oh you're Dave Whiskus and it was like this totally I had completely dissociated the two parts of his personality um, yeah. I love at Singleton in fact this past year we talked about his uh, trying to do YouTube videos and, and, and uh, exploring other uh, including some provocative uh, challenges to other people in our mm. industry about don't don't just uh, settle for the stuff you see around you. Uh, try to push forward and try mm-hmm. new things, including what he's doing, which is what if, you know, we got lots of podcasts in this community, but what about YouTube videos? And, and uh, you know, he's a really interesting guy beyond that. But it, what he's doing right now is so fascinating and uh, uh, because he's, he's, he's really trying to do something different. And yeah. uh, I, I love that. I, I love that he's, he's, uh, he's trying this very different approach to being, you know, being our, our own uh, YouTuber. Yeah, I totally agree. I have a you know I have a long running shtick where I I bash Whiskus all the yep. time. Um, I I actually really admire the guy. He's a smart guy. He's got a keen mind. Uh, I do like what he's doing with uh, his better elevation stuff. And in a lot of ways, I find that his approach to um, trying to expand what it means to broadcast rather than just mm-hmm. being podcasting, uh, in some ways matches what you guys are doing with with Ool, uh in terms of sort of expanding what it means to be a conference. Right, push yourself to do more. And, yeah, and I feel exactly. that way with Ool. It is definitely, you guys are all pushing yourselves to 
not just kind of fall into the the regular conference trap but but uh, and and you know guy this is what you guys did with singleton too it's like that that uh, you could you could take doing a conference isn't easy but you can take the kind of uh, p- the path that's there or you can ask every step down the path should we be going down this this path and i i feel that that's uh, what Ool is all about too yeah no i i i do too and and you know singleton did some interesting things and went off a little bit from the beaten path but Ool has really taken that to a whole another mm-hmm. You know, we would not have had a time machine at Singleton, and we were <laughs> we we were lesser for it because that was awesome. And and what I really like about Ool is um, your attention to getting great spaces and great venues. Um, I think that pays off in in spades. It really does. Yeah, do you uh, want to talk about the venue a little bit? Uh, we haven't mentioned that. So the I wrote a blog post to introduce the new site, which we'll publish later, and uh, I was torn on one of the paragraphs where I think I said something like a great chef starts with great ingredients or something like that and then I was like how does a great conference start and for me it's always about the people but that's true of food as well like food is nothing without people so a great chef starts with great ingredients so a great conference organizer starts with a great venue Um, and this is so true of so many things Um, I often think of like U2 and their great albums they're always they always have a sense of place. Um, Joshua Tree in California and into the the desert, Mojave and all that kind of thing. Um, Octung Baby in Berlin. Like they're all like a sense of place really brings together a community. And the first two Uls were very much designed with Dublin as a backdrop. And Dublin is an amazing city in that it's so small. You can walk to so many interesting things, which lends itself well to a conference. But then last year we changed up and we kind of trapped everybody in a big resort hotel. So there was lots of different corners and things to go and meet people, but you never felt like you were missing out too much on things. Um, And so we're just pushing that this year. And we've gone to Killarney. Killarney has some of the best hotels in Ireland, if not the world, has some of the best scenery, if not in Ireland and if not in the world and uh, (laughs) there's that word best like what's all relative but really endearing or engaging to me about putting a bunch of people who are typically stuck behind a computer and the laptop or the computer screen is their window to the world putting them into a hotel that is literally designed around natural beauty the hotel is all facing onto uh, kind of a mountain lake at the foothills of ireland's pretty much only mountain range and it's stunning it's there's no word for you wake up and you draw breath it's absolutely stunning so to me there's just a, a wonderful kind of expression of people who care about quality people who care about attention to detail sort of talking about these things against something that is so beautiful naturally I'm really looking forward to it. We should mention the coffee. Uh, Ul co- has a coffee guest, which fascinates me. I don't drink coffee, but everybody was really excited about it. Um, and he's back. Can you tell me a little bit about the coffee story? So uh, Ireland has Colin Harmon. Well, in fact, before Holland, Colin came, Stephen, who won the International Barista Championship five, six years ago. Um, and then Colin kind of came out of his, he, he, I think he works for Intelligentsia in the US, but Colin decided to come out of the financial industry um, and focus on great coffee, which sort of like 
very similar ideals and things. He wanted to make great coffee, focused down. His first shop opened, all it served was coffee and coffee with milk. Um, and Juan has been working with Colin for a while. Juan helped Colin when he was setting up a roastery. I'm in there every morning. It's lauded as one of the best coffee shops in Ireland, in Europe, in the world. Um, Juan is just such a personality. And last year, he didn't really know what he was coming to. He brought his Chemex machines and a few bags of coffee. And it was just, he was just mobbed the whole time. People just wanted to talk to him about coffee, talk to him about coffee shops, coffee culture. Um, and it was just wonderful. It was just, there was this little haven of coffee nerding all day every day and Juan I talked to him afterwards he had a great time and he had a presentation that he had brought with him on coffee and I had asked him if he if he had a chance to do it and he never ended up giving it so we're going to try and get him down to make coffee again this year and hopefully give a few presentations to teach people about kind of his approach to coffee and then we mentioned John Gruber, the dinnertime guest. You know, he no, needs no introduction. Also, I think, part of the fabric of Ool, and great to see that he's coming back as well. I, I like that he keeps coming back. I, yeah. I like that once a year he gives um, – I mean, he, he speaks more often than once a year that, uh, occasionally. But I like that Ool is um, a great venue for him to uh-huh. sort of uh, sum up the way he's feeling, like the zeitgeist in a little way, you know? Yeah, uh, it's a great venue for it, and he's he's always does a great job. So, I'm, and he's a good friend of mine. So, I'm excited to go and hang out with yeah. him in Ireland. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I had a great conversation with uh, with Amy uh, at, at a at a pub. Uh, oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my did. highlights. Was just yeah. talking to Amy for a couple hours. Yeah, I think uh, I was in that conversation. Yeah, that I think was, you that were. was a blast. Yeah, yeah, you you were there too, and Dave Whiskus might have been there. I don't know. I don't remember his yeah, face. Whiskus, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think there's a little secret there that uh, Amy is one of the reasons why we keep asking John. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra special when she comes. Um, so that that's the that's the 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 list. Um, I, I mentioned March 30th and 31st are the are the full days of the event. Um, is there anything more you guys want to uh, want to express in in podcast in audio form about uh, that we haven't gotten to? Uh, so last year uh, and the year before, every year we've hosted dinner uh, the night before the conference and not so much out of any need to keep it private but simply limited to table space. We um, It's been sort of invitation only. So this year we want to do an official dinner the day before. It's not part of the conference. It's specifically not part of the, it's us. We're just hosting dinner and if people want to buy tickets they're more than welcome to come along to that. And that's going to be a numbers thing. Uh, I don't think we're going to be limited by numbers. So anybody who wants to sign up for a ticket for that. And then usually there's a few people hanging out the day after the conference and we want to do something similar then. So rather than people be at a loose end in the middle of the countryside in Ireland, we want to put a little bit of structure around the day before and the day after. Um, and then we have a few other little bits and pieces that we introduced last year. So we were bringing back things like uh, our 5K is, is staying. Um, obviously, the the Ool show is staying. Um, and we're going to be bringing back the community talks as well. All right. Can you expand on those a bit? Uh, just so that, um, because, you know, I want the listeners to understand what, what that means. Sure. So what we did for community talks last year was that we um, we opened it up by email beforehand and said we're going to run say a two-hour session 
um, and allow anybody to come and talk. And that was held in a room on its own. Um, last year, what we had was we had 30, 13 lightning talks. I think they were between five and 10 minutes. Um, and it turned out to be very well received. It was very well attended. And also we had some great talks. And uh, if you take, for example, Sarush uh, is, is actually, if you like, graduated from a community talk to a full talk. So um, it's just a chance for people who attend conferences to say, you know, I, I think I could do that. And mm-hmm. it gives them a, a chance and a stage to do that. And like I say, it's uh, it's something that, that seems to be very popular with uh, attendees and, and gives somebody a chance to, to have a go at a talk. So definitely doing that again this year. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. We have so many incredibly talented attendees. I mean, never mind the people all on the stage, but the attendees who come make and produce incredible stuff. So just an opportunity for them to get up and give the talk and for us to hear what they have to say and what they produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's an astute point, and it's something we were very aware of uh, with Singleton. Uh, we somewhat pretentiously originally called it the Singleton Symposium, <laughs> uh, if only because the, the, the notion of symposium means that everybody's talking to each other. Uh, because that's kind of the trick, right? There's so many smart people here, and we've just gone down the list of the people who are going to be speaking. But I, I think the, the attendees are going to be of such high, high caliber and so interesting. And everybody's got something interesting and cool that they're working on or something interesting and cool uh, experiences in their life to share. Uh, but the value is is not just in this list of people that we've rattled off. Uh, it's it's in you know the venue and the 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 efforts that you guys take to make everybody mix up and, and talk to each other. I, I think that's a very good a, a very good point. I mean, you know, a conference is about the conversations you have at the conference. And to our mind, we've always felt that the, the talks and presentations are really there to allow the attendees to hang their own conversations off. And we put a big emphasis on, on breaks, uh, lots of breaks and lots of mingling. Um, and again, that's something that we feel like it has worked really well. So uh, absolutely, we're going to continue with that. Lots of breaks, lots of mingling, drinks, dinner, food, all that stuff. And of course, uh, every year we have done something that we don't announce. So I can't say if we're going to do that again. <laughs> I, well, something I was going to say about about having these events in this in in this venue, like like you did last year, in in, in a venue where you're kind of off uh, as a group. I felt like I was much more likely to stay up until two or three in the morning talking to people because yeah. th- it felt more cohesive. People could leave and go into town if they wanted to, and some people did, and they would come back. But I felt like there was much more of a center, and so those conversations would go deep into the night. And 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 unlike um, I would say some things like WWDC, where you end up sort of all throughout a city and you don't know where people are, and you're in some bar at two in the morning. Being uh, where we were, which was at a bar, sort of in the venue um, at two in the morning and it was great it was and I, i'm for me it was a much more comfortable experience to stay up late and talk to the to all the amazing people who were attending um, yeah yeah it was really i totally agree time. i mean jason and i we've known each other for a few years now yeah uh but i think last year at you it was the first time that we actually hung out late into the night yeah right you'd usually be like a couple of beers yeah. after the conference like macworld or wwdc right. and then you'd, you'd go home and it's it's tough when you last year was pretty rock and roll yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. oh yeah. yeah yeah it was great so i'm looking forward to it yeah so 
So on the note of staying up till 2 a.m. and rock and roll, we should probably <laughs> highlight that we're uh, continuing our family tickets, our significant other tickets. I think we had 15 or 16 mm. kids last year, and they were a huge amount of fun. Yes. I had um, uh, attendees stopping and grabbing me at 2 a.m. saying, look at the app my kid built. I want to show you. So um, we're, we're working on that again this year, family friendly, lots of activities. The hotel itself has amazing uh, recreational stuff for kids, and we really encourage people to bring your family. Mm -hmm. That's something we try to encourage. Keep them in the bar till 2 (laughs) a.m. Exactly. Well, it's Ireland, you know. Um, But no, that really did make a big difference. Just having families around makes everybody uh, more human, in a way. I agree. It feels like less of a business thing and more of a like minds and like uh, like a shared culture. Yeah, well, community. Together. I mean, there, there's a community, a community yeah, feel to exactly. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the big sense, not the not the, the JavaScript community kind of thing. <laughs> the, you know, the Cocoa community. It, it community in in a in the real communal sense of the exactly. word. Like, yeah. All right. I feel like we've uh, we have uh, talked for a, a good period of time about this, and and uh, so so uh, those of you on in Ireland, tell me uh, anything anything we didn't get to that you want to you want to throw out there before we go. Well, there's probably uh, two things. Uh, one of the things is how do you get to go to Ul? Yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> tell me more. Um, two ways at the moment uh, we have released some pre-release tickets to our mailing list and if you join the mailing list in and around about before uh, this wraps up then you may get an email in the next little while about a link to buy tickets otherwise uh, if you're hearing this later tickets will go on general release this day next week um, and they'll be on the site and you know what I think I should go ahead and publish our 2015 right. site. Do you agree? I agree. Oh, yeah. It's Jan- beautiful. Too. So, Jan- so uh, full general release January 27th then? Yes, Tuesday, right. January 27th. Compiling, cleaning, publishing. Here we go. Oh, publishing oh, site live. Site's live. <laughs> well, that's it's great. It's live, people. All right. We will, um, I want to thank everybody who listened to this live. I want to I want to thank Paul and Dermot and, and Sasha and Guy for uh, for being on this. We will post this somewhere for those people. So if you're listening to this after the fact, we did that. We posted it, and now you can listen to it yourself. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing all of you in Ireland at the end of March. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. No, thank you. And I'm really thrilled to be coming back. Yeah, me too. I just love working with Jason. So, oh, Guy, big hug, oh. podcast hug. <laughs> All right, and uh, we're going to thank everybody out there for listening live. You were awesome. Uh, we saw some things on Twitter. Um, we'll debate whether this is the only mountain range in Ireland over a pint in <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks, Ciao. Guys.